Good morning, brothers and sisters. We glorify God for our day seven of 10 days of prayer, our month 23. It's also a prayer fasting day uh, where we'll keep the vigil watches uh, every three hours beginning nine today through to 9 a.m. tomorrow. And uh, we thank God because we know it is him who has burdened us uh, with the burden of souls and it is him who is uh, leading us through his spirit to stand on the gap between him and all brethren globally that all may have the seal of god upon their foreheads and that all may be made ready for eternity at such a time like this we know the nations are angry things are happening that are alarming fear is everywhere the enemies at work but we know that god is in control perfect control for he knew these things beforehand and he forewarned us about them he told us that these things will come to pass that when we see them come to pass we fear not but we look up for our redemption through night and we look up joyful thus friends as we get into this prayer fasting day we know that our god is the one who bids us that from now till the close of time his own uh, should set aside days for prayer and fasting days through which we can uh, uh, agonize before the lord we can bring up our petitions before him we can carry and bear our brethren before him in thanksgiving thus as we dedicate today for the same may we unite together with you dear friend that we call upon the lord while he may still be found that he may bring us closer to him and revive us again according to his word we've been looking through these days 10 days a uh, month 23 uh, on increased our uh, uh, faith and we've been praying through luke chapter 17 verse 5 lord increase our faith just as the disciples did and it is a faith alone that will enable us to go through these turbulent times therefore friends as we go through the same uh, we realize that uh yes the the, the the shifting is going to take place in god's church uh, many are going to be left without but if we cling to jesus and rest in the sure foundation in him we are going to have victory and as we looked at that we found that uh, in this crisis that is here with us soon god's people will be brought before the magistrates god's people will be brought before the rulers and the kings of the earth and all this will work out together for good for it will be god's ordained way of evangelizing at such a time like this that's we need not to fear and then we looked at uh, satan's personification of jesus christ at uh, the second advent and also um uh, satan's miracles and as he employs this he will deceive even the very elective we are not imbued by the uh, power of the holy spirit and thus we looked at the need for uh, increased uh, knowledge in terms of uh, the Holy Spirit, that when we know him whom uh, alone can be our comforter, him alone or whom can be our our main teacher, who can reveal unto us the whole truth and who can bring uh, to our remembrance all the truths that we've been learning, then if we look at him and allow him to work in us alone, then shall we be able to stand at such a time like this. Thus yesterday, we introduced the early and the latter rain, and we looked at how the early rain affected the um, uh, the change in the disciples in the early church and also how they uh, uh, united and became in one accord for them to receive the early rain and we saw the need of the church now to unite not in theories not in philosophies not in formality uh, but in the law and the testimony that through the reviving power of the holy spirit and uh, now we may be awakened and will be made ready through the former rain to receive the baptism of the latter rain we left it at um 
at an introduction of the lettering, uh, what uh, the lettering does in our spiritual lives as Christians today. And we realize that it is the lettering that will prepare the church for the coming of the Son of Man. Again, it is the lettering which will revive and strengthen us to pass through the time of trouble. And it is the lettering again that as we receive now will befit us for translation. And we also saw that um, um, the latter rain promised before the coming of the Son of Man uh, is to prepare the church, um, is to prepare the church uh, for uh, the special grace for uh, to go through uh, the crisis. And again, we also saw that this refreshing that comes on from the presence of the Lord will give us power to the loud voice uh, uh, to, 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 to declare loudly the uh, voice of the third angel that swells into the mighty loud cry of Revelation chapter 18 verses 14 where we shall be calling people to come out of Babylon for she is already fallen, you know. Then Babylon shall have already gone down and it's going down already. So uh, it is the latter end that will give us the power to get into the mighty loud cry of the fourth angel. Now before uh, the final visitations of God's judgments upon the earth, we are told there will be among the people of God such a revival of primitive godliness as has not been witnessed since apostolic times. Now the spirit and power of God will be poured out upon his children. That is where we ended yesterday at Great Controversy, page 600, page 464, uh, pertaining to the primitive godliness that shall characterize God's people before the uh, final visitation of God's judgments. And today we are beginning there with our song 264, uh, All for That Flame of Living Fire. And as we sing this song, friends, please meditate upon on the words may you own them may you claim them may you pray them that the lord may fill you with the holy spirit for him alone is able to lead you at such a time like this uh in swahili it's nimbo za christo nambari uh uh the manini uh oh for that flame of living fire which shone so bright in saints of old which made their souls to heaven aspire calm in distress in danger bold where is that spirit lord which dwelt in abram's breast and sealed in thine which made paul's heart its sorrow melt and glow with energy divine that spirit which from age to age Proclaim thy love and taught thy ways. Brightens eyes, eyes, vivid page, and breathed in David's hallowed lays. Is not thy grace as mighty now as an Elijah felt its palm? When glory beam from Moses' brow, or Job endured the trying arm. Remember, Lord, the ancient days, renew thy work, thy grace restore, and, uh, and while to thee our hearts erase, 
on us thy holy spirit pour remember lord the ancient days renew thy work thy grace restore and while to thee our hearts raise on us thy holy spirit pour father eternal king divine praise be to you be exalted be glorified this far lord we've come not by our might nor strength but by your divine power you have led us through day by day through the 10 days beginning month 1 through to month 23 the 7th day it has been your grace it has been your special power you know the many things that we've gone through and wrestled against just to do this 10 days of prayer continually every single month and it is your hand that has brought us this far had it not been for you you for us lord then the enemy would have consumed us up alive he knows and he desires that he should hinder this great awakening that is to take place among uh, in your own church and thus to those who bring this awakening before the masses he tries to thwart to hinder to oppose and to bring down in every agency but lord praise be to you in all that he has deployed to bring us down you have used the same to propel us up according to isaiah 59 verse 19 yes the enemy comes in through a flood but you raise up the standard against him by your spirit even through the same be glorified and be exalted all things work out together for good to them who love you and we know that according to romans chapter 8 verses number 28 and above all lord we know that it is your spirit that has kept us up to this far alive in the spirit that we may petition before your throne on behalf of all your sons and daughters globally may you be glorified as you stars may you be glorified as you revive us again may you be glorified as you equip us in the power of the spirit to exalt and honor you in the land of the living despite the darkness that covers the earth at the beginning lord there was darkness gross darkness upon the earth but your spirit hovered upon the waters and the same you tell us in isaiah chapter 60 verse 1 arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the lord is risen upon thee behold darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the inhabitants of the earth but the glory of the lord shall shine through us even in the darkness just as it was at the beginning your spirit will still hover in they who are thine even in this degenerate generation therefore together as 10 days olive watch family and they all who are praying with us individually we unite in petitioning before you lord oh father eternal send us the holy spirit may we pray for it continually may we believe as we pray and may we receive to impart not in our strength but in the might of your own spirit for your own glory all the agencies of darkness that may confederate against us lord we pray that you consume in your own fiery presence you say jerusalem will not need a wall now henceforth why because your own fiery presence shall be a wall round about may you surround all your sons and daughters globally they who yearn and thirst after righteousness may you imbue them with your spirit that they may be filled and hunger no more may they eat from you continually and may they drink from you dear jesus 
Jesus continually that they become a well bubbling forth to bring eternal life to many. I also plead with you that as you hold the four winds in check, O Lord, as the harvest is ripe, may you burden us with the burden of soul winning. When the disciples received the early rain, Lord, they turned the world upside down. And we too today, you see what they did, we will do tenfold and we will make up people ready for eternity. Now is the time, O Lord, when they are making your law void in all the nations. Now is the time for you to burden us with the souls that are without, that they should not perish on the value of decision, but that in the power of your own spiritual providences, Lord, we may reach them all and win them all for eternity. May you revive us again. May you give us complete victory over all the agencies of darkness confederated against our souls. May you deliver us from the agencies that would lure us and lead us to sin against you, Lord. Grant us perfect righteousness in you through the atoning blood of Jesus. May all our sins be blotted out in the most holy place in the sanctuary above and our names be written in the book of life today that we be sealed thine for eternity. To all who are listening to this voice, to all who are praying with us, may we be one even as you, dear Savior, are one with the Father and may we have the burden that you had to win souls and bring them home for eternity. May your will be done. Speak to us as we look at the second part of the early and the latter rain. May you enlighten our minds to understand and together as we pray for the same baptizers with the holy spirit a double portion for your glory is my prayer in jesus name amen the early and the latter rain yesterday we looked at the first part and today we are looking at um, um mostly how the latter rain will impact god's work and how the latter rain will bring a change and how we can uh, uh access or unlock the latter rain power so um in Selected Messages, book uh, 2, page 58 and page 59, we are told, under the showers of the latter rain, the inventions of man, the human machinery, will at times be swept away. The boundary of man's authority will be broken reed, will be as broken reeds, and the Holy Spirit will speak through the living human agent with convincing power. No one will, we, no, none, no one then we'll watch to see if the sentences are well rounded off, if the grammar is faultless. The living water will flow in God's own channels. Praise God. Uh, they will declare the truth with the might of the Spirit's power. Multitudes will receive the faith or, and join the armies of the Lord. Uh, we are told uh, during the loud cry, the church aided by the providential interpositions of her exalted Lord will diffuse the knowledge of salvation so abundantly that light will be communicated to every city and town. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of salvation. That is evangelism, page 700, and evangelism, page 694. Our great controversy 612 records these servants of God with their faces lighted up and shining with holy consecration will hasten from place to place to proclaim the message from heaven. By thousands of voices all over the earth, the warning will be given. Miracles will be wrought, the sick will be healed, and signs and wonders will follow the believers. You know, when we talk of this, then we talk of the times we are living in. We know that uh, as a people, indeed, we are living in stormy times. Um, times when um, the enemy has breathed the deadly taint in the air, and he's uh, bringing disease pestilences upon all, that he may destroy, that he may consume the population of the earth, that uh, are claiming to depopulate, uh, uh, restore the earth, nature. But in all these things, then, 
uh, as the uh, agencies of darkness are confederating and using the elements of nature to thwart our liberty of conscience or to hinder us from worshiping God and working for God in the stipulated way that God desires, then the Lord will um, lead us all with the burden of souls uh, under the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we are told under the showers of the latter rain uh, to go out irrespective of, uh, of all the confederacies and still speak uh, strongly enough to the people and awaken the people to an understanding of the times. And we've been told through the great controversy uh, that uh, thousands of voices in every place will, will proclaim the message from the Lord. And this will be under the baptism of the latter rain uh, and the showers, not the full baptism, but the showers. And where do we find these showers? In Ezekiel 34 verse 26, after the Lord gathers the flock together and separates the flock, then he bestows the early rain, not the early rain rather, but the showers of blessing, the latter rain power, uh, not um, the full bestowal, but the preliminary bestowal that begins the mighty loud cry of the fourth angel. You know, in Revelation chapter 10, verses number 11, the Bible speaks this, and he said unto me, thou um, must prophesy again before uh, many peoples and nations and tongues and kings thou must prophesy again that we must give these prophetic messages again and what is the prophetic message it is the light that shines in darkness that when the world does not know what is taking place through the sure word of prophecy we may reveal to them the providences that are uh, the, the, the the things that are taking place in the world that they all may know and be ready and you know through uh, this prophetic word we have the three angels messages of revelation 840 uh, beginning verses number 6 through to verses number 12, where the first angels calls all who are dwelling on the earth, uh, and we are told every, uh, let me read just as it is, and I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation, and kindred, and tongue, and people. So this message is universal, it is to all, the everlasting gospel is to all. And remember, uh, Matthew 24 14 says and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached unto them all that dwell on the earth as a witness and then the end will come so this message is to all as you listen to this voice do not look at yourself as an excluded case as if you are not in need of the same god is speaking to all every nation every tongue every uh people and every kindred and he's saying with a loud voice in verse 7 fear god and give him glory for the hour of his judgment is come and worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of waters uh, so the first angel is calling us to revere god to worship god according to uh, the word in truth and in spirit as jo as christ puts it uh, to the samaritan woman that the time comes when they who worship will worship in truth and in spirit so that time is now that we may revere god the lord who created the heavens and the earth and you know if it is worshiping god uh, at his own uh, stipulated time and in his own way uh, it is only through obedience to the uh, ten commandments that he has given us in exodus chapter 20 and it is through obeying especially um uh, resting in the in the fourth which we are told has his seal and the fourth is the one that is to settle us in him to seal us his then that does not ex exclude us from obeying all the other commandments for james chapter 2 uh, 10 tells us that if we break one then we break all so it means it's a settling into the truth entire truth intellectually and spiritually so the first angel is calling us to that and as he calls us to glorify god 
in first corinthians 10 31 uh, we know that in all that we do whether we eat or drink or in all that we do we should do it all to the glory of god so it is also calling us uh, to the health message our health reform so this first angel is leading us to prepare ourselves to worship god in truth and in spirit according to the dictates of conscience and the second angel is saying uh, in verse 8 of revelation 14 uh babylon um and there followed another angel saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And we know from Revelation 17, if we talk of this, um, we are talking of uh, uh, the, the, the power that is going to lead the entire world to drink um, uh, the abominations, um, uh, the abominations uh, of uh, uh, of her fornication, as we are told uh, in uh, Revelation 17, verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. So what is he going to do? He is going to lead all the nations uh, to wander after the beast, and all the nations are going um, to go contrary to God's law. And that is exactly what is happening now under the guise of the Roman Catholic Church, where the leader is leading the nations, the kings of the nations, through um the world health organization and through the many voices of the united nations that uh laws be made especially labor laws that will give men rest from work and, and on the and on one day one given day and as we see this coming up we know that people do not know but the kings of the nations are only funny are already are uh, drinking uh, the wine of the wrath of uh, the fornication of Babylon. And they are all soon going to be drunk and they're all going to put away God's law and they'll uh, elevate man's law that uh, uh, the Sabbath will be desecrated. So as this happens, uh, then the third angel is giving a warning and he is saying, and the third angel followed them saying with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast on his image and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus. So as the third angel's message swells, um, as the third angel's message goes, then we are told that saints will be patient. They'll be waiting upon the Lord, keeping the commandments and having the faith of Jesus. And indeed, we are praying for increased faith that we may rest in the Lord. And as we sound this message, then we are told when we receive the showers of the early, not the, the early rather, but when we receive showers of the latter rain, of the latter rain, then this message will swell into what we call uh, the loud cry message. That is Revelation 18, verse 1. And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. Remember, we read as a quote that was saying, the entire earth will be filled with the knowledge of salvation. That we read from Evangelism, page uh, 694, that during the loud cry, the church aided by the providential interpositions of her exalted lord will diffuse the knowledge of salvation so abundantly that light will be communicated to every city and town <clears throat> the earth will be filled with the knowledge of salvation so every nation every tongue every kindred and people 
will hear this message. And what is the message? And he cried mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the whole of the hold of every foul spirit and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are vexed, rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice um, from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. So God is saying, Babylon is fallen. And you know, this is the second time this message is being repeated. It was first uttered in Revelation 14 verse 8. And now God is speaking it loud. And he is saying, it is fallen, it is fallen. Why? It has made all the nations drunk with the wrath with the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth are already in bed with Babylon, and they are already decided to change the laws of God. You know, all the leading nations, uh, all the leading kings of the leading nations are already decided and they are already agreed on giving the earth rest, one day rest, and they are passing laws. Individual nations are passing laws for the same. And so now is the time to proclaim this message aloud that the people may know that they may not unite with Babylon uh, in such a time like this. And who is God calling? God is calling out his people. God is saying, come out of her, that you be not partakers of her sins and receive not of her plagues. And what is the sin? They have made void the law of God. And they have desecrated the Sabbath. They purpose to replace the Sabbath of God with the first day as Sabbath of the week, which is spurious and wrong and erroneous. So this message, God says, under the showers of the latter rain, we will proclaim it aloud. We will make the people aware of the things that are taking place around us. And we will not uh, keep mum. For Revelation 10, 11 tells us, we must prophesy again before many people, before nations, and before uh, uh, many tongues, that the people may understand where we are and make decided decisions. So what will bring us the power to effectively witness for this? It is the latter rain power. And he will imbue us with the burden to speak this until the whole world will be illuminated with the glory of God. Many voices will be heard all over. And imagine, as we read our Selected Messages, Book 2, page 58, page 59, we found out there that under these showers, um, the inventions of man, the human machinery, will at times be swept away. The boundary of man's authority will be broken reeds, will be as broken reeds, and the Holy Spirit will speak through the living, the human agent with convincing power you know why am i reading this uh, uh, at such a time like this when um they are leading men in the work of god who are putting united agencies against god's word to thwart to hinder the present truth from reaching the masses and they claim and they dis, uh, they, they they color the truth in their own understanding and they claim to be putting up channels of rightful work. And you know, as this is done, the Lord is opposed, the Lord is thwarted, the spirit is quenched, because how can we measure uh, the spirit in any individual? How? It is only through their spirit. And when we hinder the spirit from working before even measuring the spirit, then what are we doing? And that is what God is telling us. He's, these, 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 these boundaries, uh, these, these powers of men that are trying to hinder God's work from taking place, they will be as broken reeds. And the Spirit will speak through the living human agent with convincing power. No one 
then we'll watch to see if the sentences are well rounded off if the grammar is faultless the living water will flow in from god's own channels praise god so god will work irrespective of all the agencies that are put in place to check the work the spirit will propel god's people and the work shall be done um Will this latter rain come after God's people have been sealed or before the sealing is finished? 1SM Selected Messages, page 111 says this, Before the work is closed up and the sealing of God's people is finished, we shall receive the outpouring of the Spirit of God. Praise God. So the sealing is ongoing as we are speaking now. The shaking is also ongoing as we are speaking now. Because the sealing entails are settling into the truth intellectually and spiritually and remember the seal of god is in the fourth commandment so it is also in total uh, observance or standing up for the sabbath of the lord so if god is sealing his own right now and the shaking is also go ongoing those who refuse to be sealed they are shifted away they are uh, uh, um, they are swept away uh, uh, they are purified from god's people then as god does his work of sealing his own then the outpouring is also accomplished so dear friend uh put yourself in a better position to receive the baptism of the uh latter rain especially the showers the preliminary baptism the showers of the latter rain uh will the latter rain come before or after the close of probation the commencement of the time of trouble here mentioned, that is early writings, page 85, page 86. The commencement of the time of trouble here mentioned does not refer to the time when the plagues shall begin to be poured out. And remember, the plagues are poured out at the close of probation, but uh, to a short period just before they are poured out, that is before the close of probation, while Christ is in the sanctuary. That means uh, Christ is still ministering in the most holy place, atoning for our sins. At that time, while the work of salvation is closing, trouble will be coming on the earth and the nations will be angry. <laughs> that is exactly what is happening right now, friends. Yet we are told they will be held in check so as not to prevent the work of the third angel. Praise God. At that time, the latter rain or refreshing from the presence of the Lord will come to give power to the loud voice of the third angel and to prepare the saints to stand in the period when the last uh, seven plagues will, shall be poured out. You know? So when is this time that the latter rain is falling? <laughs> we are told at the commencement of the time of trouble. And it is at the time when the nations shall be angry, yet they are still kept in check so that they may not hinder the work of the third angel. The nations are angry now. They are forming laws that even lead um, to um, the infringement of our own liberties of conscience, that we may not um, uh, worship God according to uh, the way we desire, the way God desires. And you know, uh, the pestilence, the earthquakes, the um, wars and rumors of wars, um, all these, they are the shaking of the powers of the earth. So as these things take place, uh, we are told during that time, at that time, at that time, the latter rain or refreshing from the presence of the Lord will come to give power to the loud voice of the third angel and prepare the saints to stand in the period when the seven last plagues shall be poured out. So it comes in at a period when we are still proclaiming the third angel's message to swell it into the loud cry of the fourth angel, that is Revelation 18. And as this takes place, we are told um, 
we are told that we will be preparing for the outpouring of the uh, seven last plagues. For God's people, it is the grace that will be given to see them through this crisis. Uh, uh, will all our church members receive the power of the Holy Spirit? That is a question that each one of us must ask themselves individually. Are we hoping to see the whole church revived? That time will never come. I'm quoting 1 SM 1.22. One uh, selected messages, uh, page 122. Are we hoping to see the whole church revived? That time will never come. There are persons in the church who are not converted and who will not unite in earnest prevailing prayer. We must enter upon the work individually and we must pray more. And we must pray more. Um, we must enter upon the work individually. We must pray more and talk less. So uh, is everyone going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? No, friends. The entire church will never be revived. The only thing you need to ask yourself as an individual, am I experiencing a revival in my own life as an individual? Have I united in earnest prevailing prayer as we are doing through these 10 days every single passing month, agonizing before the Lord for the baptism of the early rain and the latter rain, for a keeping in check of the four winds of strife that are God's people may be sealed? Have you partaken of the same? Have you participated? So it is to all and it is individual. Uh, in um, Christian service page 228, we are told, those who make no decided effort but simply wait for the Holy Spirit to compel them to action will perish in darkness. You are not to sit still and do nothing in the work of God. So each one who is lying idle, each one who is lying idle, we are told they will end up perishing in darkness. So we are not to sit still and wait. You are not to wait for the minister. You are not to wait for a sister or a brother to come and encourage you or urge you. You are to strive. You are to strive. Only those who are living up to the light they have received um, uh, will receive greater light. Unless we are daily advancing in the exemplification of the active Christian virtues, we shall not recognize the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in the latter rain. It may be falling on hearts all around us, but we shall not discern or receive it. That is testimonies to ministers, page 507. And that saddens my heart, dear friends, because uh, the light is shining now, beaming, especially um, the reformation messages, uh, Sabbath reform, um, music reform, talk of health reform, talk of dress reform. All these things are there. They are clear, distinct, and we have heard of them. But many times we slight them and we scorn at those who present these messages. And we look at these messages as if they are hellish. They are not from God. They are not ordained for us. And as these things happen, we are told, if we do not cherish the light that is shining, more light will not be revealed unto us. But Matthew, as we continue to mock, as we continue to do the same to those who are presenting these messages, then them who live up to the messages that they receive will receive more and more. And it will be strange fire to those who are not walking up to the light that they receive. And we are told that um, people will not recognize the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in the latter rain. Uh, it may be falling on hearts all around us, but we shall not discern or receive it. That is, if we are not living up to the light that we receive. I saw that many were neglecting the preparation so needful and were looking to the time of refreshing and the latter rain to fit them to stand in the day of the Lord and to live in his sight. Oh, how many I saw in the time of trouble without a shelter. 
they had neglected the needful preparation. Therefore, they could not receive the refreshing that all must have to fit them to live in the sight of a holy God. Adi writings, page 71. You know, at the close of probation, Christ leaves the holy of holies in the sanctuary above, and there is no mediator between man and God, for he shall have left the most holy place. Then the only thing that can qualify us to stand before God uh, minus the ministration of Christ is the power of the Holy Spirit in us. So when is the time to receive this baptism of the Holy Spirit to help us stand before the Lord in these days of trouble? It is now before probation closes. And many are neglectful of this preparation that is needed. They take it for granted and they are claiming that God is gracious and merciful and that he shall not destroy, but he shall bestow. He will not bestow to them who are not yearning. So dear friend, if you've not been yearning and working out your own salvation and pleading now, as God told us yesterday in Luke uh, chapter number 11, uh, as we read through uh, verse 13, that if we yearn and pray for the same, then he will bestow. So if you've not been praying, uh, let me tell you, God says, ask and you shall receive. That is what we read yesterday in Luke. And uh, uh, um, if you ask and receive, knock and the door shall be opened. Seek and you will find. Then to all who are praying, to all who are seeking, to all who are knocking, it is going to be given. They are going to find. They are going to be uh, to, 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 to be answered. And you not asking will not hinder God from answering those who have asked. It is because you have not asked that you do not have. That is what the Bible tells us. So to them who ask by faith, God will bestow. That is the promise given. And to them all who yearn and thirst and hunger after righteousness, they will be filled and they will become streams bubbling forth. So it is you to ask yourself, are you still pleasing humanity, human instrumentalities, or are you standing up on the gap that you may receive this special baptism of the Holy Spirit to be able to stand up? Mark you, each will stand alone. Ezekiel 14, 14, 16, 18, and 20 tells us that even though Noah was in it, even though Job was in it, even though Daniel was in it, they wouldn't save neither son nor daughter except their own souls by their own righteousness. So if we shall all stand alone before the judgment throne to answer for our faith, to to answer for our our own um, our characters, then what is it that prevents you now from standing on the gap and accepting to be denied even by your own, even by them who love you, even by them who surround you, even by your brethren whom you work together in the vineyard to receive the latter rain. The only thing that will make you stand is the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not the agency of humanity. So it's time for us um, 